0: Okay, please find a comfortable posture. Keep your back straight, chin up, gently close your eyes. Take a few deep, long breaths and relax your whole body. Please do it three times. Experienced relaxation and peace. Feel harmony with your body. Feel close to yourself. Now send your loving thoughts towards yourself. May I be well. May I be happy? May I be peaceful? Understand the meaning of each word clearly and deeply, then repeat it to yourself. May I be well, may I be happy, may I be peaceful. If you know how to love yourself, it is much easier for you to love others. Therefore, in this moment, understand power of self-caring, self-love, paying attention to yourself. world is too big for you to change, but your inner world is a perfect size. This beautiful Saturday morning, we all are taking care of our inner world. Now send your loving thoughts towards your family. May all of my family members be well, be happy, be peaceful. Think of them individually, by names. My mother and father, be well, be happy, be peaceful. My grandparents, be well, be happy, be peaceful. My brothers and sisters, be well, be happy, be peaceful. My children and grandchildren, be well, be happy, be peaceful. You can imagine their smiling faces in front of you. When you are trying to practice loving-kindness for your family, definitely we, all of us, have some issues with them, challenges, negativities, Maybe you don't talk to them anymore because they were rude to you, they were mean to you. Sometimes they were abusive. As a person who is trying to practice loving kindness right now, how do you feel about those difficult family members? Do you want to carry anger, disappointment, rest of your life because of them? Or do you want to let it go? Which means, Forgive them. Forgiveness and forgetting is totally two different things. You can forgive, but no need to forget. What is forgiveness? Completely letting go without reservations. Having that wisdom in your mind, let go and practice loving-kindness towards them. May they be well, may they be happy, may they be peaceful. We all are brothers and sisters in one large family. Now send your loving thoughts towards the whole world. May all living beings be well, be happy, be peaceful. Different people, different parts of the world, different countries, different ethnic groups, people in America, people in North America, South America, Europe, Asia, Africa, Australia, All the people, be well, be happy, be peaceful. Think to yourself, in this moment, so many people are disappointed, so many people are angry, so many people are sad, mad, going through lots of negativities. The moment world is going like that, how beautiful. You all are here with me in this beautiful sanctuary, practicing loving-kindness, practicing letting go, practicing acceptance, practicing forgiveness. You are great. You are so fortunate to have this opportunity. Now slowly turn your attention to the subtle sensation of the breath, every breath you take in, you take out, is taken mindfully, focus on your natural, ordinary breaths. If you want to change your posture, please change at any time, be kind to your body. It is okay to change mindfully and lovingly, because meditation is not a punishment. Mind wonders, that is the true nature of the mind. Be a silent observer, observing what is coming and what is going. No need to condemn, no need to react, no need to reject, just watch. Whatever it is, allow it to arise and pass away. Don't grasp. Don't push away. Now, observe your mind, observe your body. Your body is relaxed, your mind is calm, tranquil, and peaceful. Make a strong determination to practice meditation every day, regularly, with diligence and patience. Understand how. Important this meditation practice to keep yourself well, happy, peaceful, and balanced. May peace be with you. May you be well. May you be happy. May you be peaceful. Thank you very much. Please open your eyes. Okay, we are going to do a, a short chanting. <coughs> Namo Tase Bhagavato Arehato Sammasam Buddhas Namo Tase Bhagavato Arehato samma sambuddhase namotase bhagevato arehato samma sambuddhase buddhang Dhammaṃ saranaṃ gacchāmi Sanghaṃ saranaṃ gacchāmi Dutiyam buddhaṃ saranaṃ gacchāmi Duthiampi Dhamman saranang gacchami Duthiampi Sangangang saranang gacchami Tatiampi Buddham saranang gacchami Tati Dhammaṃ Saranaṃ Gacchāmi Tati Ampi Sanghaṃ Saranaṃ Gacchāmi Anicca Vata Saṅkāra Uppadvaya dhammino Uppajitva nirujyanti Tesaṃ upasamo sukho Sambhesanta averahontu sabmbe sadanta abhya pajya huntu sabmbe sadanta anigah huntu sabmbe sadanta Sukhiathanam pariharantu Manupubhangamadamma Manosetta manomaya Manasache paduttena Bhāsati vā karo tīvā Thato manveti vahā mano manomaya manasa che Bhasativa Karotiva va karoti chaya I need we believe I wish. Good morning everybody. Beautiful Saturday. (laughs) I think you are going to enjoy this beautiful day today, right? Okay, good. So, I think reflection is always good to have more mindfulness about our life. Um, So, always I am teaching to people how I understand myself. That's the best way to teach. I was making my reflection the other day when I was home with my parents, my first ten years, as a child. It was a wonderful time with them. Same time, I was a very difficult person to them, very annoying, <laughs> that's the word, I think. According to them, I'm very annoying because I'm very different. I'm always thinking differently, doing things differently. People who know me closely, they know really well. So therefore, I had some issues with my father. Not really bad, bad, but we are not really good together. (laughs) But I love him so much. He passed away a year ago. So then... um, That time, I felt home is not my place. Even ten years old, I felt this is not my place. So then I had the opportunity to become a monk and go to the temple. So I liked that place. I felt home. And same time, I was so annoying there (laughs) to so many people. I'm very honest about it. And owing to my teachers, especially my ordination guru, my master, and why I am always asking thousand questions. If he asks me to do something, I, you know, he is give me a one job, but I am asking ten questions. Especially in the monastic training, when we are asking questions, they are not really appreciating it. Right, and very traditional training. Because of that, I'm so annoying to them because always I'm asking questions. And always I don't want to do that, whatever they're asking me to do. Therefore, I had lots of problems in the monastic school. So one day, my teacher said, you born into this world in a wrong time. (laughs) I think I was uh, 14 or 15 years old, uh, you know, I, I know he was so upset with me, I cannot remember because of what. And so he said, you born into this world the wrong time. Uh, so that's his frustration with me. So anyway, when I was doing my training at the temple, uh, my uh, home temple in Sri Lanka, because I'm the first student of my teacher, and I felt that's not my place either. So... Anyway, I did my training. I did my graduation and everything. Then my teacher sent me to Australia. So, I was so young, I was 21 years old, and I had lots of energy to do something in the world. I am so annoying to them. Can you believe that? When I was in Australia, I'm a hard-working person, everybody knows that. I'm a hardworking person, but I'm so annoying to most of the administration of the temple. Because I'm always thinking opposite. Whatever they are telling me, I'm going opposite. So it is not helpful to them. So then I was serving five years there in Brisbane, Australia. Then I felt this is not my place. Something wrong with me, right? So, then what I did, after serving five years, being a Buddhist monk, it's not a paid job, and I can leave. So then I left home, I left my home temple, then I left Australia. Then I came to Detroit, Sri Lankan Buddhist temple, and we are celebrating 25th anniversary in October. I had to go, because I'm the first abbot and the head monk of the temple. So I was serving there. Again, same problem. Many people love me. And same time, administration, they don't like me. Why? I'm so annoying <laughs> to them. According to them, I'm so annoying. So anyway, I served five years there, build the temple. Because I'm an energetic person, I can b- bring the community together. And I did my job there. After five years later, I felt... No, this is not my place either. Then I know is totally something wrong with me. <laughs> and then I thought, I am going to find my own journey. I'm going to find my own journey according to my wish, way I feel. This is the result of this. The Blue Lotus is the result. Then 20 years ago, actually 21 years ago, I came to Woodstock. So, now you can see I'm happy here. I feel connected. I I don't know, maybe I'm annoying to you or not. <laughs> the day I know I'm so annoying to you, definitely I will leave. <laughs> <laughs> then I will go and all the monks, they know really well about me because I'm not attached to this place or people or things here. Any time I can leave, If I pack my bag, I don't have things to take. I can go anywhere in the world. So anyway, what I'm telling you, in the beginning to now, I had so many experiences in my life. While I was so annoying to my teachers and the administrations of the temple and all those things, one day when I was young, I was studying Sanskrit. So, there's a book called the Bodhicaryavatara. You know, the qualities of the Bodhisattva. He is going to become a Buddha in future. How he is practicing to be a Buddha. So, I was reading it. I don't have a deep understanding about the teaching of the Buddha at that time. I was 15 years old. One day I was so mad with my master and because certain things he said to me, I don't like it. I was mad. Same time I had to go to school. I had to study. Then I was reading this book. While I was reading this book, I found what you are reading today, the chanting book called the My Wish. Did you read My Wish, remember? I name it called My Wish. Actually, in the book, it is not My Wish. It is the qualities of the person who is going to be a Buddha. So, the moment I was reading those qualities, I was thinking to myself, I can do this. I can do this. Definitely, I can do this. The moment by moment, I was focusing on those qualities. That's why I, end of the chanting book, I call it My wish. It is my wish. Now this wish becomes your wish also. How beautiful that, right? So, based on those my wish, I was practicing my journey. I was coming so far as a Buddhist monk more than 40 years now. So, then I'm keep reflecting my practice and I'm asking you to reflect on your practice. Few months ago, one of my students, you know, the beginning of my journey here, he started meditation with me. He came to me and asked, Bhante, how long I have to practice loving-kindness and mindfulness? Now I am practicing with with you more than 20 years. I asked why you are asking that question. Now I feel so boring. Every day we are practicing loving-kindness. Every day we are practicing mindfulness. Is there something else? That was the question. What do you think about that question? Is there something else? We can have a party (laughs) if you want. (laughs) Right? So he wants something else. He feels bored. Boredom is a distraction. If you are, when you are practicing loving-kindness or mindfulness, whatever meditation practice you do, if you feel bored, that means you are not doing meditation practice. That means something wrong with your practice, you have to refocus on your practice. And also, meditation is not a job to do. You know, you have a job list, do list. okay. Saturday morning I came to the Blue Lotus temple, I did the meditation 10 to 11, done, check. Then go to next. That's how many people feel about meditation practice. That's not, it's your lifestyle. So the word we are using in Sanskrit language for meditation is bhavana. It's called the bhavana, B-H-A, bha, right? bhavana. English-speaking countries like the United States, they translated this word, bhavana, as meditation. It's a very common translation, which I don't like. Meditation, the bhavana is not, not meditation. Bhavana is inner development, developing your mind, mental culture. So, the better word I found, introspection. That means your awareness going inward, not going outward. Usually, always we are looking for our happiness or whatever you are looking for, always you are looking for somewhere and also somebody in our life. That's why you all are in trouble. You know, you are looking for your happiness with somebody or something. I did it too. Finally, I came to the conclusion, my happiness is not my mother, my happiness is not my father, my happiness is not my teacher, my master, my happiness, my contentment is how I process myself. How I process myself. So, yesterday uh, evening, my teacher called me, you know, he he's in Australia temple right now, we had the little conversation for certain things about work and things. Then he said, oh my God, still you are annoying. <laughs> Why the certain things he said, I don't agree with that. I said, you know, if you cannot agree with me, that's your, that's your problem. That's not my problem. I have a right to say how I feel. No need to accept what I'm telling you. But same time, I'm not accepting what you are telling me. I just process it. I reflect it. I process it. Then I try to understand it is good for my everyday life, good for my practice. Then I will take it. Not, you are my guru. Therefore, respectfully, I have to accept it. No, I, I'm not that kind of person. So, therefore, even the blue lotus people come to me and telling me thousand things to do. I'm a good listener. I just shake my head. <laughs> it doesn't mean I'm accepting everything. <laughs> so, one day when I was a young monk, I was always asking questions from my master. My master said, You are annoying. <laughs> and as a monk, don't talk and don't ask a question all the time. Give me some time and freedom. And I said, okay, then I keep talking. Then one day he said, you have seen an owl, the bird? I said, yes. What do you see? Owl has two big eyes. What he does? I said, watch. So as a monk, don't talk always, just watch. Open your eyes and big and open and watch. Then what are the other qualities? Then he said, you know, owl has two big ears. What he does? always listening. As a monk, always don't talk, just listen. What else? I said, that's it. Then he said, one more quality. Owl always sitting on a tree branch and always say, "Mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what my teacher master said. He's a great teacher though, (laughs) right? (laughs) And so he said, one day when you become a big monk, Thousands of people will come to you and bring ideas and thoughts and bante, you do this, you do that. That's what happened here too sometimes. So, then my teacher said, you can do everything, but no need to reject. Be an owl. Always say, "Mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and shake your head. So, sometimes I'm shaking my head, I'm listening to you, it doesn't mean I'm going to do everything. (laughs) So anyway, what I want to tell you, most of people doing so many meditation practices here in this country, I have a big question mark now, because I had that big question mark for myself too. Now where I am at in my practice? Don't ask me that question. (laughs) If we are asking Bhante, now I am practicing with you 20 years. Could you please tell me where I am at? Definitely I will say, how do I know? Where are you at? Even I am trying to figuring out where I'm at. That's my practice. So please ask that question where I am at. So I can see so many people call spiritual, they are in trouble. When you say spiritual, Many different people, I can see, define it different way. The way I dress, I'm so spiritual now. Some people dress like Indian. Then they call themselves, I'm so spiritual Bhante, I went to India, now I'm spiritual. Your dress is not your spirituality. So I can wear this robe and I can call myself, I'm a Buddhist monk, maybe I'm not. Behind this robe, I can do so many bad things. <laughs> so therefore, just wearing the robe doesn't mean I'm a perfect Buddhist monk. I'm not. So therefore, where you dress, you are not spiritual. So some people eat differently. Then they come and tell me, Bhante, you know I'm eating like this. Why? I'm so spiritual. It is happening all the time. So this is my lifestyle. This is how I live. I call myself, I'm so spiritual. You can label all those things about yourself, I'm spiritual. But if your inner self, inside, boiling, angry, mad, jealous, all those defilements are inside you, always boiling them, those negativities, how you are going to call yourself spiritual? You are not spiritual. If I am angry always, I am not spiritual. As I said, when I was young, I was annoying and angry little monk. Now, (laughs) people call me Bhante Sujata, the loving-kindness monk. How come? During my process, practicing day by day, every day, I realize who I am, how I am doing th- things myself, how my thoughts are working. So, therefore, meditation is not sitting on the cushion and closing your eyes and practicing, call, I am practicing meditation. No, it is not. My meditation is now in a investigation. I had to investigate myself, how I think, how I am processing things, what is my feeling, what is my thoughts, what is my emotions. When you come to meditation, most of the time what people do, they hide their mind. You are hiding your mind. When you come to the Blue Lotus every day, regular meditation, Actually, I'm very sorry to say this. Temporary what you are doing, you are hiding your mind inside the Blue Lotus Temple. Right after you go out, you can see your real mind. Does this make sense? Why this place is so calm and peaceful. We made this, I call this place is like a hospital. You come and get your training and medicine here. But you are, if you are hiding your mind in this place, on this cushion, that is not your medita- meditation practice. What I am asking you today, closely, in details, little by little, please focus on your thoughts, feelings and emotions. There is a word in the Buddhist teaching in Pali. I will tell that word, then I will translate it. Yoniso manasikara. You know, Two syllables, Yoni so Manasikara. Okay? Real meditation practitioner, when you go to the depth of your practice, first you go and find Yoni. Yoni means birthplace. Yoni means, typical translation, is a birthplace. Origin, the beginning. Manasikara? What is Manasikara? Means investigation. As a meditation practitioner, what you have to do now? You have to do Yoniso Manasikara. You have to investigate origin or the root cause of the problem. Otherwise, another 20 years, you come to the Blue Lotus Temple, sitting on the cushion, and practicing meditation, I call, oh, I am 20 years practicing with Bhante. Doesn't make any sense to me. I want to see that yonise manasikara, that means you are looking the depth of your problem, take the root out. Right after you take the root out, no need to come to the blue lotus. Don't come. <laughs> Go and have fun. Why we all are here, we are weak. Don't misunderstand my teaching, okay? Why we are here in these places? We are weak. If we are perfect, do you think you have come to the Blue Lotus temple? I don't think so. So, why you are coming here to make your mind better? Not like a put a bandana and you know, I have seen cats and dogs sitting on the cushion too. I don't know if they are meditating or not. I don't know I have seen it and I know one lady she calls herself so spiritual every time in Sri Lanka every time she loves monks of her food for the monks she call very spiritual she thinks she is the most spiritual human being in the world but if she see a cat she take the broom and chasing the cat she is really you know hitting the cats. So, but she called herself, giving, taking care of the food and donation to the monks, I'm so spiritual. I don't feel that way. So, when you call yourself spiritual, that means spiritual, you know, spirituality, that word come from spirit. What is the spirit? Spirit means your breath. You have to focus on your breath, then you get into the root of the problem. So, my message for this morning for you, sitting on the cushion is so boring. Sitting on the cushion, two hours, after two hours, if you say, I'm a good meditation practitioner, I don't agree with that. And if you are living cross leg and maintaining nice posture, you can call yourself, I'm a really good meditation pract- practitioner. No. One day, one lady, <clears throat> during the meditation, I I felt somebody doing like this. Now think about during the meditation, somebody, I hear sound like that. I open my eyes looking, then I saw one woman, she's really beating her knee like this. Then after meditation practice, I asked. Why you are doing that? Then she said, Bhante, I was so mad with my knee. I said, so? Then I opened my eyes, I, I was looking at you. You are doing perfect. I'm so angry with my body and my knee. Then I was angry with my knee, I'm hitting it, go down like Bante. That's why I'm hitting my knee. Then I said, my friend, you are totally wrong. You know, More than 30 years I'm sitting like this. I'm very good with this. You know what? If I want to have a nap, I can have a really good nap like this." I said to her, because I'm so conditioned to sit like this. I can sleep like this, no problem. Then I said, looking at me, don't judge. Bhante is doing a great meditation. Maybe you are sitting on the chair, you are doing a great meditation. Maybe you are, while you are climbing a tree, you are doing a great meditation. While you are doing a walk or hike, you are doing a great meditation. But what is the most important thing? Do you, do your inner investigation, whatever you are doing in life. What you are doing here, sitting on the cushion, you are training yourself. So, the real practice in life. So, what I'm asking, therefore, I have seen so many addicts here in this country, drug addict, different food addicts and different addicts. Among the spiritual community, I have seen another addict. I call the cushion addict. Addict to the cushion. Therefore, if you are addict to the cushion, it doesn't help. So, therefore, come and train yourself here, sitting on the cushion, then go out from this door and practice and investigate yourself while other people are talking, while you are doing a board meeting, whatever activities you are doing, you can see yourself, who you are, how you are doing yourself. Any thoughts? Any questions? Any thoughts? Questions time. Otherwise I can keep going. (laughs) No, I don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> yes, Jim. How does an uh, owl exchange ideas with the other person if he or she just sits, shakes his or her head up and down? I cannot hear you well. Oh. <laughs> because of the mask, I think. How does an owl uh, exchange ideas with another person if he or she just shakes his or her head up and down? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, this is the story, right? <laughs> and so, therefore, the both are good. You know, you is certain situation, we have to listen and shake our head. Certain things, when people say, I don't have things to say. You know, being quiet is the answer. Certain things, people are asking questions, I don't give an answer. I just be quiet. So, it's depend on what they are asking. Sometimes people ask him so many questions, it doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> and sometimes I ask counter questions. So, therefore, it depends on the story. So, that, you know, the wisdom of that story certain things. People bring ideas and thoughts. We cannot process everything. Why, like my kind of person, being a public, now here in the people bringing thousands of ideas. Bhante, you do this. You do this, you do this, you do this. Do you think I can do everything? No, I cannot. Then, what, this is my new plan now. When people are bringing ideas to me, I am asking, can you do that for me? Then they never bring the ideas after that. <laughs> if you bring an idea, bring a plan too. Otherwise, I have so many plans with me already, I cannot do another ten. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. Anything else? Yeah. Um, so in speaking about like looking at yourself and like your like investigating in yourself like other times being, when you're on the mat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I said, you know, come to the temple. We are imperfect. Come, come to the temple and meditate as a group setup. That's a perfect idea. That's a really good thing. But only thing I am asking, don't addict to this. This is the only salvation. After you train yourself, then you come, Then you go out and ask those questions from yourself. Where I am at now, think about. I started. I used to be very annoying to everybody. And so, I saw that, that nature. So, little by little, my anger, my negativities, on the process of my practice, I was focused on. Then, little by little, I changed. Now, actually, when I'm not egotistical about it, when I go like 1 to 10, my practice, I'm so proud about myself, how I did so far. Even these monks, they know my nature. <laughs> they always telling me I'm totally different now. Usually I'm not reacting right away. Things always happening in this community and the building with the monks and, you know, all these things are happening. I'm not really reactive. But I can see my inside. I'm always thinking I have to be mindful about it. If I am distracted and upset, that's not the time to solve the problem. I had to walk away. Then I will go and reflect myself. That's what I call the inner investigation. I totally go inward and figuring out. Come here and train yourself. Then go and investigate every day when you are working with your co-workers, with your boss, with your family. That is the time you are practicing. Real contentment is not at the temple. Real contentment is in life. If you can find that inner peace in difficult places, you are the man, you are the woman. Right? It makes sense? So, real happiness is in the real world with all the real problems. So, if you say, there is no problem here, now I am so peaceful, that is not the real peace. That's what I realize. Now, even thousand kind of problems come. I can handle it. Sometimes people asking, how do you deal with those things? I have here problems. I have other five temples around the country. I have those problems. I have problems in Sri Lanka. I have problems with the family. I have the whole Problem is the whole world. But end of the day, that's not my problem. <laughs> that's how I feel. I try to help, but the rest I leave and enjoy my day. Mm-hmm. I would go right up to town mm-hmm. you know, and I would just be like right away. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm so glad these people. And I think I've gotten better. But then my son did something and had that same sort of a reaction to mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. It was like, Oh, or something. Mm-hmm. oh just, and I'm like, I can't do that. I can't do that mm-hmm. because Oh, right. Of, you can't just, you know, yeah. you've got you so, to... You to keep... a real wide eye-opener mm-hmm, for me, mm-hmm. and it had to see, like, an example of that. Right. You know, and it just kind of, you know, yeah. shocked me. So, you can see your practice is a benefit to the world. Right. And also, your negativity is also hurting the world one time one mother was driving and she was annoying by certain things then the you know like a child like a you know five years old right away he said mom you have to listen to the is driving with cd <laughs> driving with <banthes. laughs> it is so funny you know so you know even children get it so that means we have to be very careful you know as adults okay thank you so much everybody Todd um